0: Alright, here we are live with the newest episode of the Basement Sports and Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Jordy Dereniak, and today I'm introducing the official first co-host of the show. Go ahead, introduce yourself.
1: What's going on, What's going on Jordan? Pleasure to be here. My name is Jake Orwell. Glad to be here at Basement Sports and Entertainment setting off our uh, 13th episode i believe this you've done 12 all yes. by yourself yes I'm, I'm glad to be here for this first one with you yeah i've been talking about this for years jordy so How yeah we go, man. man
0: it's finally here and we got that lucky number 13 for our first show together <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but uh i don't think there's gonna be any superstitious bullshit in this episode uh yeah, as far as any news to start this show off, uh, Aaron Gordon signed a four-year, $92 million deal with the Denver Nuggets to stay there. Personally, I think uh, I think I like that move just because they really did seem to turn it on more once he did get there. It's just unfortunate Jamal Murray was hurt. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good sign for the Denver Nuggets. I've never really been a big Aaron Gordon
0: fan. Not, uh, nor have never... I.
1: Just kind of reminds me of Blake Griffin, that, you know, volleyball player turned basketball guy. So, <laughs> but, you know, with Jokic at the 5, him at the 4, uh, obviously with Jamal Murray, and all the guys they've gotten in Denver, it's, you know, you, you kind of have to in today's day and age in the NBA. Yeah,
0: and especially if they want to compete in a very tough Western Conference. Yeah, I mean, last year they were what, like the... I think they s- were the three seed. Yeah. They were the. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it was really tight for, like, the first four or five seeds. They were really tight.
1: So, I mean, you keep him, you know, another year to gel together, you you just never know. But I think another big thing in in the news tunnel, uh, Jordan, is going to be what happened at USC, man, with with, uh, – with Helton getting fired out there in Southern California. I mean, how do you, how do you look at that?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, this is one of those moves that it makes me wonder what's, what's going on through the people making decisions at these institutions. Because if the leash was this short, why the fuck was he brought back? There was no reason to do that. They should have went through the co- coach look searching process last season. Maybe they could have gotten Steve Sarkeesian instead of him going to Texas. Who knows? Yeah, and you remember Steve Sarkeesian was there at USC and he just kinda had some
1: personal things. Obviously the university and administration just kinda had to move forward. Uh, you know, and let him go and figure himself out, obviously. Yeah. Now he's he's at Texas, so yeah, this is just kind of a bad look for a program that really has been kinda just down in the dust for a while. Yeah, ever
0: uh, since Pete Carroll left.
1: Exactly. I mean, the likes of Reggie Bush and Matt Leiner, I mean, that's over a decade that, old yeah, now, those,
0: so it's... Yeah, we're getting to... That's almost two decades old now. <laughs> exactly. mean, you look across, across
1: town at UCLA, they're, you know, a top 15 team now with Chip Kelly at the helm there.
0: Yeah, so. that, that was an interesting head coach signing when that first happened, and they, of course, got that big win when they knocked off ranked LSU to start their season.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But I think USC... You know, they're that big brand in a big city like that, you know, with, oh, with yeah. the whole NIL, you know, for paying college athletes for their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. If you get the right guy there, it it could be back to those Pete Carroll
0: days. Oh, it could. And that's why I wonder if they're going to look at Matt Campbell from Iowa State and poach him.
1: Yeah, you see, I, I was watching Colin Cower this morning, and, you know, he brought up a good point. You know, you're in L.A. You know, it is a huge city like New York City, a major city. You know, these small-town college guys that are control freaks, everything like that. I just, I think they need to go get someone from the NFL like a Chip Kelly. Uh, You know, Matt Nagy at the Bears, if that doesn't work out and they go a different way. Doug Peterson won a freaking Super Bowl with Nick Foles against Tom Brady. You know, some of these guys here, you know, I think that's kind of what you need to be looking at for college football now with the fact of, you know, if you're an NFL coach, you've been dealing with guys that are millionaires. Well, now you're going to be able to help these guys out, get those sponsors, and things like that. With being able to be paid, uh, you know, for their for the NIL.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree with that. To agree, I guess I think, uh, I think it's, I think, I think college is because of the way it's structured those guys who are more of the control freaks are able to get by anyway, able to do it, because, I mean, Nick Saban's more like that guy. And, uh, I mean, I don't... Personally, I don't think that's as big of a concern. My concern with some of these NFL guys is how out of touch might they be with a college locker room. And as far as have they done the recruiting before because recruiting in itself is its own animal you know what i mean
1: oh yeah i mean let's uh, we've talked about this for the last two days jordan you know a name like urban meyer what happens if the Jags go 0-6 0-7
0: yeah urban meyer might say hey forget this nfl thing i'm gonna go back to college you never know with him you really don't and that that was another thing too is I don't know why he I don't know why he thought going to the NFL was for him. I don't, I never saw him as an NFL guy and I I mean we knew this USC job was going to open up at some point and I don't know why he didn't wait for the that opportunity to come up because Urban Meyer and USC, oh my god, that would be a match made in heaven for Trojans fans.
1: Oh, it definitely would and like you said it was kind of you know, out of the blue, but that's just kind of an urban thing. He left Ohio State. Um, you know, he's always, always said he wanted that Notre Dame job, but with Brian Kelly kind of resurrecting Notre Dame, obviously not looking that way this year. Um, but you never know with this season. But the last couple of years, they just kept falling short, but they were making the college football playoff looking better than normal. Um, you know, Urban Meyer could have gone to Texas, but then the USC – then he goes to Jacksonville and he's got absolutely nothing. Obviously they got T Law there now and Travis Etienne, things like that, but it's just not really the situation you would have thought a guy of his caliber would want to go to kind of the dumpster
0: of that yeah. found down
1: there in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah,
0: exactly. It, it it really made no sense on many fronts that for him to go there and yeah, exactly. Like you said, he lost out in the Texas job, which was again another situation where Again, that would have been a match made in heaven for Longhorns fans, and you know, Urban Meyer would have had Texas recruiting, recruiting and developing their talent the way they need to compete at the national level. Oh,
1: definitely. I mean, he's he's done it everywhere. He's gone Florida, same thing as Texas. Exactly. You know, major, major pipeline for these athletes for college football. Same with Ohio. You know, obviously at Ohio State, there's there's a lot of guys that are in that state that want to play for Ohio State, then you get them a coach like Urban Meyer. Yeah. So you put them at any of these jobs. Uh, you exactly. Know, like Notre Dame, Texas, USC. So we'll see what the Trojans do. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And that leads us into our first real conversation topic, and that's really just going over what happened this week in college football. And, I mean, Florida State, what the hell's wrong with them? They lose at home to Jacksonville State?
1: (laughs) Uh, It's pretty wild. The FCS, I think, has beaten about eight FBS teams this year, and... Uh, yeah, to a team like Jacksonville State kind of reminds me, I know it's going to be a sore subject for you. Oh, God. (laughs) Appalachian State going into the big house 2008, was it? 2007? That
0: that was, but App State was actually a really good FCS team as to where Jacksonville State was not of that caliber, though. I know, I know, but uh, Michigan was ranked uh, higher.
1: <laughs> you're right; it, it still
0: was. Uh, but yeah, Saturday I I agree with you. Yeah, in
1: Tallahassee, Florida, the Seminoles get knocked off. And
0: yeah, that's. <laughs>
1: it uh, it was pretty alarming. Another you know upset. It's gonna be Oregon going into the shoe, beating Ohio State, uh, making the Pac-12 look good. But is Oregon the only team out there? We'll we'll have to see. But to me, that's kind of the big game. You would have thought Ohio State, even with their new quarterback CJ Stroud coming in. Placing Justin Fields, who went off to the NFL, to come into the you know into Columbus, beat the Ohio State you know the way they did on on the ground, just a little alarming for
0: Buckeye fans. Oh yeah, if you're a Buckeyes fan, that that made you concerned. That was a wake up call. That hey, hey, this isn't gonna be easy if you're gonna get back to the national championship game. And I also think not having as dynamic of an athlete at quarterback hurts them to a degree. Just because that takes away some of the things they can do offensively. But, yeah, uh, definitely, you know, Justin Fields has that X factor. You know, he can extend the play with his
1: legs. Uh, allows guys like Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, uh, be able to just kind of, you know, that backyard football type play. And, you know, they don't have that right now.
0: Yeah, and no. It's, it could be a gloomy season
1: for, a, for Buckeyes. So, yeah. Another game, though, Jordan, that really, really you know maybe it's because we're from the big 10 kind of the midwest was iowa iowa state yes kind of seeing those two teams play um obviously they're both in the top 10 iowa went on to win uh pretty convincingly
0: and they yeah they really did good they did yeah i i was really pleased with what i saw from iowa and saw hey the big 10 actually has somebody who can challenge the big 10 east winner which will likely be ohio state Cause, Cause, yeah, that's the thing. Is right now you got to think, yeah, Iowa, Iowa would actually have a really good shot, shot to knock off the Buckeyes if they played today.
1: Oh, they definitely would, and it and that's the thing. Today could they beat them? Sure, but again, you know, we got to wait till December for the Big oh, Ten yeah. champ game, and and you never know. Um, you know, Wisconsin could get it resurrected there. They could. With, uh, Penn State might be able to come out of the East. Michigan as well. I know you're a big
0: big oh big god blue guy there. i i know michigan's not coming out of the east <laughs> i so, know that's yeah. not happening that would mean having to beat ohio state and jim harbaugh's allergic to that <laughs> gotta love it gotta love it but
1: if iowa comes out uh, i think it's good for the big time brand you know another team uh, they've looked good um but again it's just you know
0: it's only week two so it's really hard to really know what these teams are all about yet exactly it's it's the first couple games so like you said it's tough to know exactly who each team is but to me especially for Iowa State knowing the type of game that was for their program and being at home and losing it I think that was to me that was especially a reason why a guy like Matt Campbell should want out should, for a big job like a USC. Or who knows, maybe Michigan gets sick of Harbaugh at the end of the year and they part ways. Who knows, you know what I mean?
1: Definitely. I, I gotta agree with you there. And also it's kind of alarming for, you know, Iowa State. Obviously in, in a few years, Oklahoma and Texas gonna be out of the big twelve. You know, if they win that game, um, kinda makes them
0: look to be that top team in the Big Twelve should I say, you know? Yeah, I hear recruiting. what you're saying. I hear what you you're know, saying. Yeah, it would make that's... them look like the clear cut next like team that yeah. Uh, ugh. I mean they they are right now, but can they keep Matt Campbell? That's that's their biggest concern right now. Can they keep Matt Campbell? Yeah, you know, obviously Iowa State's a good team i just gotta
1: imagine in the grand scheme of things there's gonna be a bigger fish out there that matt campbell's gonna be drawn to whether it's exactly a salary you know kind of a destination spot that he's always kind of wanted to go
0: right so there's and even nfl teams were looking at him last off season.
1: very true i, we, uh, I believe the lines weren't they
0: uh, yeah they they did take a look they did and that's the thing is it doesn't even have to be a college job that pulls him away. He could very well like Matt Rule when he left Baylor.
1: Mhm, true, yeah, obviously going to the Carolina Panthers and you know, leaving Baylor so it could be the same situation there and you, you just never know that's, that's the beauty of college football. It's not only the players but in the blink of an eye your coach could be up and out of out of there.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. There's never a dull moment in college football. And then uh yeah, that those were the two big games that really went on, but I guess I guess we should talk about the night game, Michigan, Washington. The Huskies are dog shit. What is wrong with them? They lose at home to Montana to start the year thirteen seven and now they go to Ann Arbor and they get thrashed thirty one to ten.
1: Yeah, pretty alarming, obviously, you know, kinda showing the strength of the Pac twelve out west. yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, you never really know what you have with Michigan in the start of the year, so you, you kind of wonder, obviously getting upset the week before by Montana, could yeah. they kind of save themselves, but obviously, I mean, Michigan just pounding the, pounding the run game, uh, was it Blake Corum had almost, it was over 170 yeah. yards, I believe, I mean, they just out-muscled them, everything, uh, Washington just kind of looked a little flat, to say the least, but uh, yeah, I mean, thirty two rushes for fifty yards, obviously Michigan's defense, their run D was outstanding that game, so uh it's kind of the same thing we was you know, see with Michigan though. You know, it's they start out looking decent and then, you know, they get into their big ten schedule, things like that, but
0: with yeah. Washington, man, it uh It's, it's ugly before conference play. <laughs> Absolutely it is. To start 0 and two and to lose to Montana and then
1: get blown out on national tv and uh yeah you hope arkansas state goes a little bit better for
0: them yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah we'll we'll have to see about that because that was one thing that really concerns for washington too was their passing game is horrible and like you said 32 attempts were what was it 50 yards yeah that's yeah yeah what at what they didn't they didn't realize the run game wasn't working earlier
1: you would have thought. Um, they had to run
0: it 32 uh, times to find out? Yeah, it's, it's not a good look, but you, you just, I don't know, you never know. I guess it could have just been Michigan's
1: way, nothing yeah. was going right for Washington, but it uh, it was definitely not the kind of game I'm sure ABC wanted to have on Saturday night Uh Yeah, no, time.
0: no it was not. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was not indeed, but as far as this upcoming slate of games some first impressions on a couple notable spreads Oklahoma Nebraska the Sooners I saw a 22 point favorite as of right now if if you're putting money on it would you take the would you take them to cover or no no i mean shoot
1: their first game of the year was against Tulane which should have been at Tulane yeah obviously with everything that happened with Hurricane Ida game was moved to you know Norman Oklahoma where the Sooners play they beat Tulane 40 to 35
0: yeah Um, that was a tight one
1: week two they play Western Carolina they blew them out 76 nothing but I kind of imagine the Cornhuskers are going to keep it closer than uh, you know 22 points so I I definitely would stay away from that
0: Um, you think it's a trap yeah
1: (laughs) yeah especially with it being a noon game I don't know sometimes those teams you know they stall a little bit so it's yeah it's a little bit of warm water
0: there in Oklahoma right now yeah I, uh yeah I don't know I personally I don't like taking 22 points almost regardless just because of what a large gap that is and yeah, yeah. I I don't think I could take that either. It's kind of you know a little bit of an old uh, rivalry game when Nebraska in the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, you know, like exactly.
1: Gonna be going back up against Oklahoma, so you always gotta watch out for that. Another one that really strikes my eye, uh, Jordan, is is gonna be Cincinnati's a three and a half point favorite against Indiana.
0: Ooh. I. Who's think at Cincinnati home? Cincinnati rolls
1: into Bloomington and just absolutely shows Indiana what's up. So
0: I. I yeah, would, you know. Absolutely take that. Indiana, they. After this exciting season they had a year ago, where they brought took Ohio State to the very end and almost beat them, and then they came out the opener against Iowa this season and just got their asses handed to them. It was like thirty one to three or something like that. Um, yeah, I I think Indiana fans they they're concerned heading this game for sure against Cincinnati. And I, I think I would take Cincinnati to cover that, too, just because Indiana doesn't have an offensive line, and Cincinnati's actually a really good group of five team. I I just, like you said, I I think they'd take it. They go into Bloomington and win. Oh, yeah, plus, I mean, Michael Penix, he's still kind of
1: knocking the rust off from his, uh, you know, last season's injury, so it's... Yeah. Uh, they just haven't looked the same, you know, with a year like last year with COVID, everything like that. Maybe that's just kind of why they, uh, you know, were able to surprise some, some teams, things like that.
0: Perhaps, so yeah. It, uh, but I I got to imagine
1: Luke Fickle, you know, he's going to bring his team in, 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 into Indiana and take care of business.
0: Um, yeah, they know what's me. on the line for them.
1: I know we were talking about this right before the show started, Jordy. Yeah. Alabama being a 15 and a half point
0: favorite over Florida. swamp. In the swamp. I just,
1: ooh, you, I don't know about that.
0: You don't like it?
1: I don't think so. I think Dan Mullen, uh, if there's ever a time to be able to beat Alabama, coming off of everybody they just lost from last year, you got to do it. If, if if you're a Gator fan, you are
0: just hoping and praying that this is the year that you're able to knock off the tide. See i I like that I like this a lot I actually would absolutely take the tide to cover 15 and a half. I think Alabama's gonna uh, ruin the day of a lot of gators fans I really do well I, I think Bryce Young looks really good already Alabama Alabama they they're one of those players they don't they don't rebuild they reload and I, I just don't think Florida is, I feel like if this game was a little bit later in the season and Florida had a little bit more time to come into their own, perhaps they could, but right now I personally would have to take the tie to win that game pretty, pretty handily. That's fair to say. I mean, you know, Nick
1: is, uh, he's always going to come in there ready to go. He's going to have his team prepared. Um, kind of wish this was a night game. You know, kind of lean maybe a little bit more towards the the Gators hand.
0: Uh, oh it's yeah, three thirty kickoff, so not gonna have that night game atmosphere. Obviously, the the swamp will still be rocking, but I oh
1: guess yeah. you know it's it's hard to knock the king off the hill. So yeah, uh, Alabama. You know, we could be
0: looking at you know a repeat back to back this year. Yeah, we could. We could. But uh, I personally, uh, I personally think George is going to take the SEC this year. I really do.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, that a great game against Clemson. Uh,
0: that made me more confident.
1: Oh yeah, to be able to, and and the fact that it was in Clemson's backyard, you yeah, know, in, in Charlotte, where Clemson plays, you know, the ACC champ game if they make it every year, yeah, uh, to be able to go there, and you know, I mean. Georgia's offense looked a little flat, but that defense looked
0: stout. Yes, it did. Clemson. And well, the thing was, is both teams had of that game boasted good defense, so I guess it wasn't a surprise. It was a defensive slugfest. But the fact that they didn't even need their offense to score, like you said, and their defense was able to just dominate an elite opponent, that's got to make you very happy. Oh
1: yeah. If you're uh, if you're a dogs fan, you're you're feeling confident. I mean, they play South Carolina this week, so uh, they're a 31 point favorite over uh, the Gamecocks. So <laughs> Georgia looking to be going to three and zero. So, but again, another another you know the big big game of the nights. It's, it's going to be
0: Saturday night football. Uh, it's going to be Beaver Stadium. It's going to be Penn State going against uh, Auburn. Yes, yes, the big game. <laughs> and Penn State is a six point favorite. I know you were kind of uh, kind of against that. I was, but then I thought about it, and I go, you know what? They're at home. It's at night. The the Nittany Lions we know can play defense, and I just don't trust Bo Nix at quarterback for Auburn. I don't care that they scored sixty plus points in their first two games. I think they're gonna go into Beaver Stadium, and like you said, I think uh, I I think uh, it's. It's it's just that 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 night atmosphere and again Bo Nix he can't he can't throw more than ten yards downfield with accuracy so I just don't see Auburn being able to pull this off.
1: Oh yeah, I've never been a fan of Bo Nix. Like you said, you know they score sixty plus points in their two games so far, but let's let's ease it up here. They played Akron and Alabama State, so obviously nowhere near. Uh, the same level of, of teams as, you know, over, And now they go against Penn State, you know, top 15-ranked team. Penn State is – or top 10, actually, sorry. Yes. Penn State's ranked 10th, so it's a little bit different
0: of an animal compared to Akron or Alabama State. A hundred percent. Obviously, it's at Penn State.
1: It's got, i got to imagine it's going to be that classic whiteout for Penn State. That stadium's going to be rocking. i tell you what, uh, you know, obviously – we're going into week three. This is the first time on the show with you. I don't know about you, but watching college football and seeing the fans, student section, everything like that, it is awesome to see.
0: Oh yeah, it's nice to see seeing some normalcy, everything back, people back in the stands cheering on the way they used to.
1: Absolutely, and that's. I mean, you give Penn State that kind of atmosphere. I mean, they've been able to knock off teams, you know, which have been a lot better
0: than this Auburn team. So. I oh yeah, hundred percent.
1: James Franklin uh, and
0: they'll Sean get it done. Clifford at quarterback are
1: going to be able to take care of of the good old
0: Auburn Tigers. Oh yeah, they'll get it done. All right, and I think that's I think that's about enough for college discussion. Let's dive into the week one of the NFL season. I don't know about you, but I am beyond excited. The NFL is back, and I just I i really i really did have a great time this sunday watching all the games
1: yeah it was great great week one nfl football obviously thursday night's game uh cowboys buccaneers was was a great game good game to start it off um a lot closer than i thought it was gonna be you know obviously the buccaneers turned it over four times so uh it's gonna make it you know They'll allow Dallas to stay in it, but Tom Brady,
0: man. Hell yeah, forty-four another, years old. <laughs> a forty-four year old man, giving him too much time still, able to walk down that field and set up his Buccaneers for a game-winning field goal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, I think that's it's for a Buccaneers fan, It's going to be a very exciting season just because. I mean everything's back, and this offense should just be that much better this season. They they should average thirty if they if they're healthy. They should be able to average thirty plus a game this season.
1: Oh yeah, I mean they've. Tom's got too many too many weapons to throw
0: to. Uh, that defense looked really really good. Yes, they did. Um, you know
1: Zeke was the leading rusher for the Cowboys with thirty three yards. So. Um, but again that kind of raises the question of you know Zeke just kind of not the guy he once was in the NFL too many carries between college and his you know first few years yeah. in the NFL but
0: yeah the Bucks look really good um, you know for me uh, another game kind of it was obviously a 1pm game but the Steelers-Bills game that surprised know, just, me obviously the Steelers
1: won but you know Ben just Big Ben just kind of wasn't
0: oh yeah he didn't look good he,
1: yeah, he he looked how Tom Brady should be looking. Obviously, right. they're both you know older, but for thirty-nine years old, Ben Roethlisberger was definitely showing his age against you know the Bills. Even oh, though yeah. they, they
0: able to win it um, with the help of their defense, but well, that's the thing um, is the Steelers are really going to be doing a lot of their winning by defense. Yeah, it, it, they definitely are. I mean, Josh Allen only had one touchdown through the air. Uh, you know, threw the ball
1: fifty-one times. Still couldn't knock off the Steelers. Um, what is surprising to see Najee Harris was, you know, kind of just, you know, you would have thought first game, kind of a bigger, bigger game. Obviously, didn't really do much. So Steelers. Yeah, that
0: Steelers you know, run blocking is not good. Yeah,
1: they've they've kind of fallen off. You know, their old line isn't what it used to be. But
0: no, it is not.
1: But that's that's the beauty of the NFL. As long as you're winning a game, it doesn't matter how. You know. Yeah, you
0: just win it. Like exactly. Al Davis said, "Just win, baby." <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Um, but the NFC or AFC North, man, that's that's a that's a, that's a tough conference or division. Sorry, tough division, because you got the Browns who played the Chiefs in a great game.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was a good game. It, it, Browns looked to have the way early. Uh, they did.
0: No, that, it was two that, mistakes. It
1: was two costly mistakes that cost the Browns. Nick Chubb in the ball,
0: third quarter. It, it just you do that, and you put it into the hands of a guy like Pat Mahomes, man. It, it's you just can't not do that. Way. You can't do that. And then, of course, the worst blunder was Jamie Gillen the punter botching the snap and giving the ball back to the Chiefs at I believe it was the Cleveland fifteen. Yep. It, uh... And then the Chiefs, of course, three plays later, score the touchdown to take the lead. And that would be the final score of the game.
1: It would, and Chiefs go on to win 33-29 in their home opener. Uh, you know, another... It's just funny, we were talking
0: about it before the show, but famous Jameis. Hell yeah. <laughs> 148
1: yards and five
0: touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. how often do you hear that? 148 yards and five TDs. I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of questions about this game. You know, it's
1: do the Packers bounce back? Do they play what Monday night against the Lions this yeah. week coming up? Yeah,
0: yeah it's a real like, tough one. Aaron in practice this week's gonna be, you know, lighting everybody up, trying to get them going, but then it you know it's kind of like does the team wanna, you know
1: everything going on this offseason with Aaron Rodgers, you know, is he coming back? Is he not? Right trading him. Is he retiring? Now, it kind of makes you wonder. Was that kind of you know what caused him to play that bad? I mean, the Saints also weren't
0: even playing at home. They were, right this game was in Jacksonville. Right.
1: So it's kind of like, what is going on up there in Green Bay?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. That was that was the exact opposite of how I expected the Green Bay Packers to come out and look. I mean, they just did not at all look ready to play a football game. And the Saints. I mean, obviously, we're gonna have to see what they look like when Jameis Winston has to do more throwing than he did. But uh, and that's tough. And that I know that sounds odd to say when he threw five touchdowns. But I mean, you're not gonna do that typically when you only throw for 148 yards. So I, I want to see. I guess him challenged more in their offense. You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah. I mean. everything was
1: going their way so like you said I kind of agree Yeah, obviously huge numbers with touchdowns but you know he only threw 148 yards um you know but we'll, we'll see with that uh you know next week I believe they play what is it the Panthers so uh you know I think that will be the true test for Jameis you know I don't think they're gonna walk all over them i mean they might obviously the panthers aren't exactly the the best team in the nfl by any means but it just it didn't like you said man those packers just kind of looked like they got off the flight and were like wait we have to play like yeah just some wasn't there um hopefully they bounce back i mean aaron Rodgers. you know he's he's one of the best obviously in the league but you know it could be uh it could be jordan love time you know <laughs> You never know.
0: Oh God. Oh man. <laughs> I think uh, I think the Packers are. I don't know that. I think we're gonna have to see a few more games, but they they could definitely disappoint big time. And uh, we were talking about this before the show too. The entire NFC North is zero and one after Week One. And the, the division has a minus 66 point differential.
1: Yeah, and uh, 35 of that is, you know, from the Packers. Yeah. From they the, just And then, then the Bears, obviously, Sunday Night Football.
0: Uh, that was a great game, know, too. Stafford's yeah. debut with the Rams finally yeah, Staff- freed from the shackles of the Lions. Stafford looked really, really good. Hell yeah, um, he did. He had an 80, 88 uh, He had an 89.8 QBR, I think it was. And then he also had a 156.1 passer rating, which is the highest ever for a quarterback with his new team. Yeah, uh, it kind of makes, I mean, that, that Bears secondary
1: looked terrible. Uh, Cooper Cup had a wide open, you know, yeah. um, touchdown. I think it was a 56 yard or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they just didn't look the same. I know they've got to, I believe their, uh, defensive coordinator. It's his, his first year. They've got to figure things out. Um, and again, I got to imagine, you know, Stafford going up, up against the bears, you know, he played them so much, Yeah. obviously with the Detroit lines. Um, but he just, uh, the, with that defense, all the weapons Matt Stafford has there, I got to imagine they're going to be very, very good out in LA. Oh yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch obviously that Monday night game last night for me just kind of didn't do it uh, with old Chucky uh, John Gruden his Raiders <laughs> against the Baltimore Ravens I uh, just yeah I went to OT and it looked cool and everything like that but uh, I, I, I don't know about you man but I just can't stand the NFL when they have these primetime games with just kind of two meh teams going up against one another especially week one
0: well Baltimore Baltimore I think Baltimore should be better. I mean their lack of receiving is still a problem, but uh I, I I don't I didn't like the Raiders on opening night. I didn't on the opening Monday night and I they usually do two Monday night games, which was surprising to me. That they yeah, only had the no, one. They only I'm had the one sure. this year i'm not sure why they did that this year because yeah
1: typically there's like a you know obviously it'll be on the east coast for
0: the team yeah, exactly they'll
1: start at like seven thirty ish call it and then obviously yeah
0: like, then yeah. the yeah it would have been yeah typically would have been like if the, the raiders were playing they would have been playing like the chargers or something at night you know what i mean right and it would have been like a 10 o'clock start exactly but, yeah i don't know what the nfl you know what yeah i'm, what I'm not sure what for, they did but... this year but yeah but Baltimore gets another primetime game with the Chiefs this upcoming week. They are at home, but they're playing the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, it uh, for me, man, you know, I I really like Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. You
0: know. Oh yeah. I, I got.
1: I know we're not making picks, but I the, I got to imagine the Ravens are gonna be starting zero and two, you know, unless some crazy happens, yeah, uh, <laughs> any sort of major injury or anything like that, but. Baltimore yeah oh and two um
0: yeah that that yeah. that's that's looking likely for them but they they should be fine going forward but it's probably going to be a rougher start to the season than fans expected oh definitely I
1: mean you would have thought they would be able to you know beat the Raiders obviously. oh yeah last night they did what they weren't able to able to Derek Carr you know threw for over 400 yards um Darren Waller was an absolute
0: stud Oh yeah, of course um,
1: He had 19 targets, I think it was Last night, <laughs> so Just feed the man, I guess And, you know, they were able to You know, pull that off But um, Yeah, I mean, looking at some of these other games Obviously Kyler Murray and the Cardinals Walk into
0: Nashville Yeah, that, that was and- another big surprise for me Was I thought that was going to be a good game when I first saw it, saw it was on the schedule, but the way they just beat they just beat up the Titans, they really did. Oh yeah,
1: or Kyler Murray, um, you know, just torching them in the air, uh, four touchdowns. Christian Kirk, I think, had two. Um, sort of.
0: I know D Hop had two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had just something about it, and you would have thought.
1: Um, titans offense just did not look good yeah. obviously they add julio jones which you know obviously he's 32 years old something like
0: that you know yeah he's over Julio's, julio jones is still julio jones he's not he's not too old yet but uh they were definitely missing arthur smith their offensive coordinator from the last two seasons they were missing him big time yesterday
1: yeah, I mean, to only put up 13 points, um, you know, Cardinals defense isn't anything, you know, to write home about,
0: but... They shut down Derrick Henry. He had 17 yes. carries for 58 yards only.
1: Exactly. I mean, to be able to do that, you know...
0: Um... Maybe they are a better... Because that they have some pieces on defense. They really do in Arizona. So it's worth questioning if they are getting better. And the other thing about that game that I want to make sure is mentioned is Chandler Jones, dear Lord, he had five sacks in the game, three of them in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, he uh, he was ready to eat, as they say. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, he was five hungry. Sacks. He was hungry. One game.
1: He, he was going after Ryan Tannehill. I mean, three in the first quarter, like you
0: said, um, and to have five in, in one game, you know, that yeah. doesn't really happen, so... It reminds me of when I saw Adrian Claiborne feast on Dak Prescott one game for five sacks himself.
1: Mm-hmm. So it, uh, you know, like you said, you know, maybe, uh, you know, kind of the Cardinals defense kind of been, you know, looked over kind of, you know, maybe they're getting better. You know, obviously you hold Derrick Henry under 100 yards and obviously with A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, you know, for the wide receivers, um, you just never know. You know, It could just be you know, week one type deal, but you know, the Titans look to bounce back next week. Yeah, this but, week, I should say. Yeah,
0: you know, but they, 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 got they got a tough matchup. They got a tough matchup, and Seattle looked good in week one.
1: Yeah, they traveled to Indianapolis, able to beat Carson Wentz in his debut for the Indianapolis Colts yeah.
0: in Indy. And Wentz, and Wentz looked pretty good. He did.
1: Yeah, I've just never been a fan of him, so...
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I, can I know never you say haven't. Those words, so I just... Yeah, he. Well, the thing with him was he. That Philly situation was not a very good one, and it deteriorated the way it did. Obviously, because it wasn't good. Um. I I just think uh, I think Carson Wentz with a real coach and real team now. I think he's positioned to actually be a. I position he's positioned to be what he he's supposed to be. Right, sure. And obviously he looked that way the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl.
1: Obviously he got hurt. Yes. Nick Foles came in, you know, able to lead them through the playoffs, everything like that. So, you know, uh, although I'm not a fan of Carson Wentz, would it be nice to be able to see a guy like that kind of move to a new city and kind of revitalize himself into the player he once was? Sure. You know, that's obviously oh, yeah. what you want to see. You know, Indianapolis is a good spot. Their defense is very good, um, you
0: know. They got and the O-line in the run game. Yep. Oh, yeah, that, their O-line's stout, obviously. Jonathan Taylor,
1: Naheem Hines, and Marlon Mack in that backfield. Um, you know, Michael Pittman is a name. You know, he's
0: a young wide receiver. That... Yeah, their receiving group could use a couple more guys, but they're, they could be doing worse there for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean. Is it any different than what Wentz had in Philly? Probably not. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey was there, but,
0: like... Yeah, that was not a good receiving core. That was not a good receiving core in Philadelphia. Not at all.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, for me, another game, um, the Chargers able to go in there.
0: um, Beat the football uh, team. (laughs) Exactly. Beat the Washington football team. Um, God, it's... I can't wait till they finally have a real name again. <laughs> oh, absolutely! It, uh, they need to. Because I I loved just... I loved playing fantasy last season, and on Yahoo, like when you see the drive chart score tribe chart go up, and it would just read football team scores. <laughs> exactly. I tell you, you know, um, it was interesting to watch.
1: The Chargers were like 15 or 14 of 19 on third downs. Oh, wow. Justin Herbert looks really good in his second year. Yeah. Um. And a, a guy they, they drafted to help Justin Herbert, that's going to be their left tackle, Rashawn Slater, at a Northwestern, their first round pick this season. Absolutely stopped Chase Young, who is, I mean, you know, yeah. as well as I do. Well, you know, yeah. He's a very, very good uh, edge rusher for the Washington football team. You know, able to, you know, make him be non-existent in the game. Uh, you know, you got to feel good if you're a you know, Chargers fan. They, they're able to go into Washington. You know, sometimes that's hard for these oh, West yeah. Coast teams that travel week one of the season.
0: Yeah, play uh, play early. Game, or I believe they... Yeah, I'm pretty sure game. that was 1 o'clock. hmm Yeah. So they were able to hold
1: on to it. And uh, you know, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick went down. He's now on the IR.
0: Yeah, um, hip, hip injury. Hip
1: issue, so... Got to imagine
0: Washington, man, they're going to need a QB this offseason. Yeah, I, well, I think even quite possibly this season, Taylor Heineke can only do so much. So I'm wondering, is Ron Rivera going to reunite with Cam Newton? Man,
1: you just read my
0: mind. I think he should because there's no, you can't tell me that they can't do more with Cam Newton running their offense than Taylor Heineke. You can't tell me that. I mean i don't i don't know why the football team would be interested in rolling with heineke <laughs> but uh. <laughs>
1: riverboat Ron will figure it out yeah don't worry he yeah. uh I, you know they they before the seat or when cam got released by the pats they said you know the the media asked uh rivera you know have you thought about cam and you know they said you know yeah it came across our radar screen <laughs> you know thought about it so now it's like well,
0: it's it's gonna ha- i think it's gonna happen at some point it's a matter of when not it's a matter of when yeah i
1: mean you know it's decent I mean, it's a good offense i mean you know they've got pieces with uh with washington so you know cam obviously he was disappointed felt like he didn't have any clue he was going to be cut up by the Pats. i don't know why
0: yeah um, i thought they were going to keep him at least as a backup
1: Right. Sure. Of course. And, uh, and obviously they, they get the cut or he gets the cut. So yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I don't know either.
0: And then as far as the rookie QBs went, uh, nobody had a like amazing day, but if I had to like rank the rookie performances, I'd say Mac Jones probably had the best. Then Zach Wilson, and then trevor lawrence i think had the worst of the performances
1: yeah it definitely
0: he had three uh, ugly interceptions
1: mac jones looked the best obviously damian harris fumbled the ball late uh which probably would have allowed the pats to win that game yeah um would have kicked a field goal or, or possibly have scored so um, you know, obviously, unless two in the Fins drive down the field and kick a field goal or, or score, right? Uh, that, that could have been Mac Jones' first ever win at the QB. Uh, he's definitely uh, top of my list as well. Uh, Zach Wilson, you know, he looked like a guy that was, you know, playing in his first NFL game, but then he had flashes that were like, okay, you know, you right. can Kind of, you can see, uh, you know, his uh, abilities and things like that. And then T. Law out and, uh, you know, they were playing at Houston I, Yeah. You would, have, you would have thought they would have been able to do a little bit of
0: something more. Oh, my God, did. yeah. I mean, that game was an absolute ass-kicking until they just scored a couple touchdowns late in meaningless garbage-time minutes. Yeah, exactly. The fact Tyrod
1: Taylor able to lead the Texans.
0: And this is you know, a team that people were expecting could go 0-17. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and they lose enough. to them, and 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 they lose to them in an impressive fashion. Oh God! Absolutely. You know, Justin Fields
1: able <laughs> to come in and score. You almost kind of wonder, do we put him ahead of Tila? I'm just messing. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh,
0: I think, uh, I think, I do think Justin Fields. Put, he, I think he will end up on the field at some point for the Bears this season. Yeah, I don't know how you don't. 'Cause Andy, yeah, Andy Dalton, Nolan's you know nice. what you have. But exactly. I mean, the only thing I can see with sitting fields is just you just want him to have a little bit more time to get comfortable. But I don't know. I think Yeah, it's it's like me my or one of my other friends and I were talking about that situation.
1: It's like did they not want to start him against the Rams? You know, obviously they, they lose. Uh, you know, he gets beat up by the Rams defense. Obviously, they got a really good defense. You know, you don't. Right. You know, are they trying to protect him in the sense of, you know, don't want him to be rattled or think he can't do it, something like that? Well, and the offensive
0: line um, in Chicago isn't the greatest.
1: Right. And so do you kind of just, you know, keep kind of up in his workload each week in these games? And then, you know, week six or seven, something like that, you know, you're like, hey, listen, Dalton, you know, obviously we drafted this guy, you, you know, right it's just the way it goes sometimes and because like you said Andy Dalton we've known what he is he's this type of QB this is why if you're the Bears you draft a guy like Justin Fields to hopefully be you know your next quarterback for 10 years as opposed to what they've had yeah um you know with Mitch Trubisky Jay Cutler those kind of guys so right I I feel like you have to you got to get them in, in there sooner sooner than later I agree all
0: right, and then that about does it for today's conversation. As far as, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think we about covered it for today. As always, if you want to, uh, if you want to uh, f- check out more of our content, go to basementsportsandentertainment.com. dot com. It's the word and, not the symbol, just to be clear. And, yes, please check out our articles. We have a lot of great written content on there as well. Um, and a lot yeah. of stuff also. It's not just sports,
1: obviously. We got movies, TV yes. shows, things like that. So, yeah, check out our website, and and com. Follow us on Twitter, Basement SAE, or at Basement SAE. Yes uh give us Obviously. a like and, or follow and, and and everything like that here on twitch
0: yes yes please so. tell people you know tell people you know and spread the word we need to get the name out if you like our content so we can keep making more great content
1: oh yeah absolutely well jordan it's been a pleasure our first one together here hell yes can't, it has can't, can't wait for thursday's show we're gonna get yes. a little bit of our takes and predictions for the weekend and football of college and NFL. So I'm looking forward to it, man.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, I am too. And I think I think it's, it's going to be a great Thursday show. And uh, as always, everyone, everyone listening, have a great night.